Hello, <laughs> I'm Amy Loy. I'm from Malaysia, and I have attended Emmaus. I think this is my third semester. Yeah, and yeah, we just came back from retreat, and it was a really powerful time. So for me, this retreat has been a lot different than before, cause I always put God in a box in the previous retreat, but this time I just allow Him to do His work to me, and so He appeared to me in a really different way than what I expected He to be. Cause um, in familia last Thursday we talk about expectation in our familia, and then I say. I want to know the fear of the Lord, and KK, my familiar leader, asked me, "Are you sure?" Because, <laughs> you know, when, if you ask for patience, then God will not sprinkle you with some like patience. He will send you like the most annoying people. <laughs> so, like, what will happen if I ask to know the fear of the Lord? But I know I need to be humble in front of the Lord, because. I didn't know how, and I think I should know it now. So that's why I I bring this expectation. I went to retreat, and I thought that fear of the Lord would be like something. Oh God, is so scary, and I need to fear Him because He's my Lord. But in retreat, He encountered me and He taught me the fear of the Lord in a really special way, because He showed me through His love. In, you guys know that I share my testimony in the retreat through my drawing, and also I went out to speak the rest of the rest of my testimony. And before I went out, it was the K1 time, and you guys know K1 is always so powerful. So like, I missed the few part, the front part of K1. I joined it late because I was so nervous preparing for my to testify. My testimony in the retreat, and I got really nervous. I was at the back crying like crazy, <laughs> but everyone's like front worshiping God like so peacefully. But I was crying at the back, and a lot of uh, Emmaus crew came to me and they prayed for me because it's not easy to testify, you know. Because somehow you will feel like it's the weight is on you because. The story is written by God, but it's you that you need to use your mouth to testify it to people. And I feel that way because I'm not. My first language is not English, and I scared that what if I make grammatical mistake? Why people don't understand me in the retreat for my testimony? So, but a lot of staff pray over me. They say the weight is not on you, but just trust God because. It's a story that he personally he has personally written for you, so just trust him and go and testify his goodness as, and and his work that he has done on you. And then something shifted inside me. I was nervous at first, but then after receiving a lot of prayers from leaders as they speak the words from God, like asking me to trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord, and then I went up. I like. Something shift in me. I feel so excited to share the words, to share my testimony. It's like, you know, it's your story. It's how God personally, personally wrote for you, and to testify is something so, 
such a blessing, you know, like you are telling people that God is a good, who redeemed God is a God, who restore, he's a God, who save, who love. And I, something stirred inside me, so I went out and I shared it. I don't know, is it a boldness of authority, but I just share it. And <laughs> so, yeah. And I actually sharing testimony is the best part, like the highlight for me in retreat, because the struggling before I share it, I never feel that close to God ever before. Because it reminds me of everything He has done to me. So, I was saved. A year ago, here, I was sitting at Michelle's place. That was my first time encounter Jesus. So, and yeah, I lost weight. Um, Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, so like you guys know, the theme of this retreat is even so calm or Maranatha. So for me, um, I feel like the theme is even so I'm in brokenness, even so I don't think that I'm good enough to be a child of God, even, even I... I cannot please him like 100% but he still came. He still comes to save me, to love me, to redeem me, to restore me. And yeah, so God really comes in a lot of different phases because like in the past, I went to retreat. I always asked like, God, help me with this, help me with that. But this time I went with a heart saying, God, reveal your reveal yourself to me in a way that I didn't understand before. So that's how, yeah. So he revealed me through grace and love. Like, he breathed life into my testimony because I never really think about it before, like, seriously. But this time, it becomes so real that I can claim it, that this is my story, and I'm going to testify and tell everyone that this is the word that God has written for me. Yeah. So I I think I just yeah. I think that's all. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. Um if you are ready, wow, this mic is really loud. If you're ready to come up after the la- the next person just uh you know, make your way up to the front. Yeah. So if you want to go after Stephen, you just come up after him, okay? Let's give Stephen a warm round of applause. All right, guys. So my name is Stephen. I am a, I feel like a really huge veteran with Emmaus. This is my sixth Emmaus retreat. So I've been with Emmaus since fall of 2012. So I feel very old. But I'm not. I'm young. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, the, um, so this retreat, it was um, very different from the other retreats I've been to. I think, um, I, uh, what, I, what I mean by that is by, it was very different spiritually because 
these the, the it's been like I think the month uh, this past past month it's been very uh, I guess spiritually dry for me. I've been like it's been kind of a struggle trying to just like uh, let's see work like. Like one of our themes with New Philly is to worship extravagantly, and I think that was kind of uh, hard for me to do. I felt like I just kind of like wore a mask every now and then. But uh, this retreat, though, it was um, yeah, our theme was even so come, and I felt like God was saying, Steve, I know that like I know the struggle you're going through, and despite all that, like you know, I like I want you to come, like no matter what stage you're in, like, I know what you're going through, but just, you know, please come for me. So I think that was, uh, I was like, okay, God, I, I, (laughs) okay, God, you haven't failed me once, you know? So I went and, uh, I was the videographer for the retreats. I'm actually, I've been the videographer for like every retreat, but, um, I think one of the things you know, you like, that kind of creeps up on you is if you're if you're serving like if you're on the like or yeah if you're serving on like if you're on the tech team or if you're on the media team you you can kind of you kind of feel like uh you're not um what is it you can't stay focused with like the sermons like you always feel like oh I have to do this or oh, I have to capture that moment I have to do that I have to do this so that all like I was worried that I was gonna like have that mentality going into the retreat as well. But then, I don't know, God just gave you like some really supernatural grace. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was so fun just like, just recording every moment that I got. I mean, I was only supposed to like serve like maybe like a couple times, but I felt like God was giving me so many opportunities just to like record like, the ugliest cries, but you know, those ugly cries are like God working through that person. And like, and, uh, actually, I don't know if we'll use that in the video, but, uh, it was just good to capture that scene. But anyway, um, I mean, it was just like, uh, I, there wasn't a moment where I was, uh, regretting just serving with, or just, yeah, serving and, uh, doing videos because, uh, I mean, I like making, I, I like recording videos and stuff so I felt like God was just letting me like burst my creativity mode through that and then uh, and then sorry I, I kind of sidetracked but back to the, like the whole uh, like feeling dry stuff like yeah so coming into this retreat I was um, yeah, I was feeling kind of dry but then the man the first first night on Friday yeah Pastor Mark just brought like such a fun, like, worship. I don't know about you guys, but it was hard not to jump up and down. And it was hard not to dance around. So that was really fun. And, like, I just remembered, like, man, God, like, all the stuff that you have done in my life, it just started to, like, come back to me. And just I'm just being reminded of, like, all the past testimonies that God has done for me, especially, like, at the, uh, when I went to missions this past year. Um, it was just fun worshiping with those little kids at the orphanage. And, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it was really fun the first night. And then, uh, then the second night, or not the second night, was it the second night? 
sorry, I was kind of, kind. Mm, yeah, it was the second day. It was the second day, I think. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> so the second day, I think that K1, oh man, that was like, I think the past K1s I've been to, I always fell asleep. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. But then this this one K1, it was just like, uh, I think God was just saying, you need to like, or I, I rest unintentionally this past K1s I've been to, but this one K1 on Saturday, it was like, Steve, I, I just need you to just rest. Just, I mean, you're serving at the same time, but you're all, I want you to just feel like just all this relief, all this tension to get away from you. I'm just going to relieve you of all that. And that was, and again, that just made serving even more fun and just, um, yeah, just going through K1 again, that was really fun. Oh, man, I'm sorry, this t- I haven't really done a testimony in a while, so, um, but, um, yeah, it was definitely Saturday, it was Saturday night when we had the, that altar call, <laughs> and, um, you know, I, like, I'm going I'm to be straight up honest. Um, so there was, like, three people that prayed for me. And the first two, I won't name, name names, but um, uh, as they were praying for me, uh, I got kind of frustrated because I was like, God, I, like, you know, I've heard these prayers before, and it's not, like, you know, it's just, like, for me, it's just when you hear something over and over again, you kind of feel like, oh, it's like, God, I need something new. I need, like, I've heard this over and over again. I know that's supposed to be very, like, good for me and all that, but, God, I just need something new. So I think the first two prayers, they're amazing. I, but I think they were preparing me for the third prayer. And I haven't cried in a while. But, uh, yeah, that third prayer, I will name this guy, JP, my familiar leader. He, um, yeah, he just, just came up to me and, like, oh, man, I just got, his hands were like so warm. <laughs> His hands were very warm, but but when like whenever I feel like I'm really connecting with God through a prayer, even though nobody's praying for me, I always feel like there's like this hand that's always on my heart, on my chest. So, and but this one time when JP was praying for me, it felt exactly like that. It felt like, and then I knew I was like, oh, I like. Who's ever praying for me at that moment? I was like, oh, I know that he's going to bring something new to me. Or he's going to say something that I really need to hear. And I don't recollect. <laughs> no, 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 don't even, like, hear me out. I don't, I don't remember, like, I don't remember the exact words. I don't remember the exact words. But um, pretty much, if I summarize it correctly, JP was, uh, JP was praying that, like, Stephen, I know that, like, you've been struggling a lot, but um, that little amount of love that you have for God, just that, even just that urge just to seek for him, God is just so thankful for that. You don't need to be, like, or, well, yeah, like, even just the little amount of like, love and just that pursuit of, like, looking and wanting to go deeper for him, God is just so thankful for that, and, uh, yeah, I just, I burst into tears, and, um, it was, yeah, I, I, I didn't know that's what I wanted to hear, because, like, 
Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't know why. I just, but when JP said that, I was like, oh, dang, God, like, I'm like, I know I haven't like been a hundred percent with you, but just thank you so much for even like, even if I was just at like 20% of, of like wanting to know you more, like you, you're still like happy with that. So that just made me want to be like, oh man, like I now just want to go even like deeper with you. Cause I mean, to be honest, like even when I'm like studying like textbooks and all that, like they're so boring. But then when you're reading God's word, it's just like, I can't but help to just like read more and more and more and more. And then I'm, but then I'm just like, oh God, I have to, I have to study. I'm so sorry. So I have to, I have to end our talk. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, th- I think overall for this retreat, um, yeah, I, I did go to the retreat like in a broken state. But then, the, yeah, Maranatha, even so calm. So I think I did go. And then, yeah, God met me. God met me there. He never, you know, he never fails you. He never fails you. God's good. All right. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Okay, um, oh man, it's kind of weird being up here. Okay, well, <laughs> why, can you not laugh at me please? Uh, okay, um, yeah, my name is Becca, for those of you who don't know. Um, I was born and raised in the Bay Area in California, so like, I say I'm from San Francisco to people who don't know where I'm actually from, but I'm actually from like an hour south. And I go to school uh, in Seattle at the University of Washington with Xinyang. Um, and um, yeah, I came, I'm an exchange student here, so I have only been in Emmaus like for however long the semester's been so far. Um, but yeah, I went to the retreat and, um, I'm in the same familia as Amy. And so I also was, um, asked to like share an expectation for the retreat before I went. And, um, for, (laughs) for, um, I really felt like it came up very suddenly, but I really felt like for the retreat, I wanted God to show me that, um, that he's a healer, a healer of like things in my past, like for like inner healing and stuff like that. Because I realized right before the retreat started that, um, there were, there were like a handful of things that I realized that I had just tried to ignore because I felt like it was something that was not worth bringing to God. I felt like if I brought it to God then, or I felt like having it was just like, oh, like God, you don't want to deal with this and I don't want to deal with this. So let's just like forget it ever happened or like forget that this was even like, like in my past. But, um, right before the retreat, just things kept coming up and reminding me, um, of it. And so what that thing was, was basically, um, 
for those of you who don't know, my parents are divorced. They got divorced when I was, well, they officially split up right before I turned 12. And um, at the time, it, uh, like, to be honest, I really, I saw it coming. Um, it, like, something about me as a person is that I really like to observe people. And so even though I was really young, I could still notice a lot that, like, of course, things were wrong between my parents. And so when they told me it wasn't a surprise, I was just like, okay. And, like, they were, like, my parents and my family, my friends, they were all worried. But I was just like, okay, it just, it makes sense and it's totally fine. And, like, I, I went through middle school and high school just kind of um, dealing with it. There were some frustrations of, like, having divorced parents and, like, some hardship. But um, I really thought, like, yeah, like, I just kind of just, like, got over it and was, like, whatever. Like, this is, there's nothing I can do. And, like, honestly, my parents just seemed better off split up. Um, but <clears throat> coming to Korea, I came mid-July, and um, I stayed with um, I stayed with my cousins. And by cousins, I mean my cousin and her husband. I stayed at their house in Incheon. And so it was the first time in a really, really long time that I was living with a married couple. And of course, like, I guess no one is married here. But of course, like, from what we know <laughs> from, like, other married people telling us is that couples fight all the time, right? And so, you know, my, my cousins, they would fight with each other and argue. And, like, it would always be in Korean, so I really didn't really understand what they were fighting about. But I realized that every time that they would argue... Um, I would not only feel extremely uncomfortable, but I would also just get angry for no reason. Like, angry to the point where I, I just wanted to leave. Like, like, I don't know, like, get on the subway and, like, go somewhere and be myself. Like, I just felt like I didn't want to be there. And um, after, like, a few times that that happened, I realized, like, this isn't normal. You know, like, I feel like not that many people get, like, this angry when they see a couple fighting. And, um, um, yeah, and so, like, when I went to retreat, there was, uh, there was an altar call, and it was, um, it was kind of, there was an altar call, like, a first altar call that had to do with the message, and then there was a second altar call, um, that Pastor Mina, uh, she kind of came up and just felt like God was putting something on her heart and asked, uh, asked for people who had experienced trauma in their lives to come up and ask for prayer. And I was like, well, you know, like, I've lived like a pretty, you know, okay, like, like I, I haven't had any trauma. I was blessed in that way. And so I just was sitting there, like, in, like, the second row and just, you know, kind of, like, just praying for something else and, like, looking at other people get prayed, get prayed for. And um, uh, KK came and she sat down next to me and she put her arm on me and she was like do you want to go up <laughs> do you want to go up to the altar and I was like like to be honest when you said that I was like okay like I like in my mind I was like I really don't need to but you probably know better so I guess I'll go <laughs> so like I really felt like I didn't need but um I so I went up and like you know I did like the hold out your hands as if you're receiving and I just started to pray like like God I don't really know why I'm here like I feel like I don't need to be here but 
But then he brought that up in my mind and was kind of telling me, I mean, not like in a condemning way, but was kind of telling me like, hey, you kind of are traumatized. Like this thing happened in your past and you chose to ignore it, but I want to bring it up so that I can heal you and so I can take that from you. And um, yeah, and so this retreat was really, really like God met my expectation and even went beyond like, I mean, this was just one like, part of like what I wanted to be healed and there were like a few other parts as well but um yeah so I guess I don't know Amy and Steven did the even so come thing so uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, like I guess I didn't think that there were parts of my life that you know that God wanted to heal but even so, he came and he showed me <laughs> what I needed to be healed. <laughs> and then he healed it. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Can't believe I'm standing up here. Okay, so um, I didn't know I would be sharing, so I just quickly wrote it down because I hate to be unprepared. Um, but yeah, just bear with me if I'm a little unorganized. Um, so I think um, before I went to retreat, um, looking back, I didn't know this, but I think in um, regarding my faith, I was always a little hesitant and there was always a little bit of doubt in my mind. I don't think I completely believed in God, God's power. Like, if I pray, will he really completely listen to every single word I say and care 100%? Like, he he's God of the world. He has so many people to think about. Why would he, you know, pay attention to everything I do? And then, I don't know, I think even when I prayed to him, there was always, it was more with the mindset that, oh, God, listen if you will, but I don't know if you'll completely come through, you know, like, you're a mighty God, and I'm just down here, and if you listen, then I'll be grateful, but if you don't, that's okay, too. I think that's what I thought, um, but, um, yeah, so I think it's because that mindset, of that mindset that I had, that, um, that always kept me back from going for more, going like completely all out um, in my faith. And it kept me back even during times of prayer, reading the word. If I felt like, if I felt not fired up, if I didn't feel his presence completely, then I would just get really frustrated and insecure about it. And um, because I felt frustrated, I wanted to avoid feeling that way. And I was just you know, tell myself, oh, you know, I'm satisfied with where I am. Like, I know of his goodness. Maybe there's more, but I don't know. For now, I'll just stay satisfied because I still know he's good to me, you know. Like, he is good to me. My life is, I'm very thankful for it. Um, so, yeah, I think that's where I was. But um, going into retreat, Emily, my leader, familiar leader, asked me what my expectation was. And um, I told her it was hunger. Hunger, um, 
Why is that funny? <laughs> um, yeah, hunger and um, and he really came through this retreat because um, at retreat um, during worship, I was just like being in that satisfied mode, that complacent mode. I was like, oh, you know, like I'm happy praising him where I am, where I am with in my walk, and I was just kind of like always like garnering that doubt like oh I think there's more but I'll just do what I'm doing now because I'm comfortable with it and then suddenly I heard God's voice saying oh do you not trust me is, is that all is that all you have trust in me like I am so much more than what you think I am and um just I was given a flashback of um all the times that he was faithful to me God and um it was last, I specifically thought of the last retreat I went to last winter um, at my home church in California from San Jose. <laughs> um, that was um, where I kind of got saved again after, <laughs> after a really long time of um, dryness. And then um, I think if it weren't for that retreat, I might not have come to church in Korea, actually. <laughs> I would have just been like, screw this, you know. <laughs> I'm so tired of, like, just seeking you without feeling you. And then I might not have come, but he, like, held on to me at that retreat. And then at this retreat, he showed me again, you know, I showed my faithfulness to you there. And even now, I'm still faithful. I, I brought you to this retreat to Emmaus, to New Philly, and... I'm going to reveal so much more to you. And then, um, and yeah, I was suddenly at that moment, just the word that flashed across my eyes was assurance. Um, that was my theme for the retreat, I think. Um, I suddenly um, was just filled with so much assurance and peace that um, he, he was there for me 100%. I wasn't there feeling it, but he was there the whole time giving 100% for me. And um, just being filled with that assurance, I think it just kind of broke off a wall that was between me and him. And um, I just stepped forward and I had complete trust that um, he he was watching over me and he like cared about everything I feel, everything I pray about, just everything I am, he cared for me. and. Um, I think now the difference is that when I pray and when I'm reading the word and just praising him, I see his face when I close my eyes. I just see his face and I hear him saying, um, I'm pleased that you're seeking me and I hear you. I hear your every word and I'm going to listen to all your prayers and you know that I'm going to answer them because I'm a faithful father. Um, yeah, just getting rid of that little doubt in the back of my mind just I feel so freed yeah just freedom and um I'm still learning to have full trust and one area is um actually just we got prayed for family and um one prayer request that I've always had on my mind but kind of take took out and kept back again um put it back inside and kind of take out and kind of put it back I, I did so many times it's my um dad he's not saved yet I think and um you know I'll do the even so come thing too <laughs> um so yeah um he 
the even so come whenever we say that it means we want Jesus to come back, right? Well, that's one thing you can get out of, I think. And um, I welcome Jesus, but at the same time, I'm always a little scared. I think because, you know, um, I'm. I think I'm ready. I'm ready to um, have you back, Jesus. But how about the people around me who don't believe in you yet? Like, how about them? Like, I don't want to just bleed them out and us like have a good time. You know, like, like especially my dad. Um, just thinking of him not being there with me for eternity. I think that's just so heartbreaking, and um. For my dad, I always, when I prayed for him, I think because I didn't completely trust that God would change his heart, I, I prayed, oh, God, change your heart. But I think I need to do a lot of things to make him believe and change his heart. I always had that in my mind. But now um, I fully trust and still learn, am still learning to trust that he's going to change his heart. God is going to be the one who changes my dad's heart, not me through my strivings or whatnot. It's just going to be him. And um, I'm just going to put all my trust in him, complete trust that um, he's in charge of the universe. And my dad, of course, he can do it. God can do it. Um, So, yeah, that's like one way that I'm learning to practically apply what I learned at Retreat. And in, like, other areas of my life, too, right after we came back, just IFF, bam, bam, bam. Uh, And honestly, we were really unprepared. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, how's this going to go? Like, but God, like, really provided. (laughs) He provided all the necessary people. Like, he, like, he was with us throughout the whole event. Like, people were sick, but he pulled them through, and we, like, did the work and we met people too through the um through the event which we were praying for and i know that he's gonna lead us to meet more people tomorrow too for our last day and yeah i just know that god is in full control and he cares for me like i trust now like i i said that i trusted in him before but now i can say like i really trust in him yeah thank you Okay, so um, let me go in order. So right before coming to the retreat, I watched a movie at home. And it was about like this really severe injustice done to this young girl. And the criminal being so like hardened in heart. And he wasn't even sorry. He, was, he just knew how to get out. Uh, of his, I mean, just just get through the law. And this, just, so anyway, I watched that movie, and I just started screaming. Cause, <laughs> 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 sorry, um, I was, <laughs> I, I was, I just started screaming, and um, 
so so loud that like I I put like a blanket on my face, but it was too loud, so I just went into my soundproof room. But it was still so loud, so I just put on the blanket again. So I was like screaming for like 15 minutes, and I was like, "What is this?" And God was just revealing that I was screaming because I was just burning in anger because of the injustice, and also. What my spirit was crying out as I was screaming was not only for her, but I was just saying, like, I don't know, something might have been done to me that I what, what I didn't want. You, you know, like I was like saying, I told you not to do it. Why, why, why did you do it? Or like, why you keep on doing what I tell you not to do? Like I was just like screaming. But anyway, I was screaming for like 15 minutes, and then as I was praying, I, I just felt like something broke through. And so I ended my screaming, and I came to the retreat. And, <laughs> and I, I, no, no, sorry. And I came to the retreat, and then the worship started. And at first, it was, like, good. I was just, like, yeah, worshiping and, like, going with the rhythm and, like, ad-libs. Like, ah. And, like, I was, like, worshiping. And then the song, Never Run Dry, it was, like, <sighs> so the verse, it goes, like, even in the wilderness, through confusion and barrenness, you are beautiful God. And so that part, I was like, okay, I can, I can like keep it in. But it was like still painful because the lyrics meant just so much to me. And the second part is, even in my brokenness, um, through this pain, I will confess you are still good, right? And that part, I couldn't hold it in because I was like, yes. Lord, I am so broken, and I desire to be whole, that I can worship you and obey you, but I am so broken that I desire that, but I can't carry it out. Like, I'm so broken that I disobey you every single time I feel like, and I was just, like, so, like, painful inside, and so, like, I started screaming. I don't know what I said about screaming, but I started, like, screaming, and on the top of my head, I'm going, like, I want to be loving. I don't want to freak other people out. But then the screaming was louder than my thoughts. So <laughs> I was, like, screaming. And so I was, like, oh, I need to get, get myself back together. Like, I can't do this, the whole worship session. And I was, like, it can't get worse. And it did. So <laughs> because I was screaming out of I want restoration, I want... Um, my resurrected body or like my, you know, my body, the, 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 sin, the, the sinful nature gone and just like worshiping God with all my heart. I was like longing for that. When Pastor Mark, I mean, Pastor Mark, Pastor Mark started singing, like, it's just a little while longer and I'll see you. And I was like screaming so loud. So I was like screaming, screaming, screaming. And then somebody like laid their hand on me and so I was like oh thank god like somebody's praying for me and everyone was like how do you feel <laughs> and, so, and so I was like and so I was like good <laughs> and so I was like I just want Jesus to come back and like blah 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 and so she was like oh amen amen and then like you know and so like worship ended <laughs> and so like I, I just like came back to normal because I have to hold it in like I can't like keep on screaming during sermon anyway so it was the first time during worship out of longing for jesus to come back i was like screaming and so it felt so good <laughs> and second day so 
during lunch, um, Pastor JP wanted to have like a conversation with me one on one, and so uh, we did, and it was so good because I had something manifesting. I was um, during K one session, I had this anger manifesting out of me, like severe anger, and so during prayer time, I was like. So angry, and so I was like cursing and like being angry. So I was like, I'm not quite sure whether I should keep on doing this and like let it out or just stop. So I just stopped. And so after that, I had like lots of questions, but then thank God that he just first came and like asked me that he wants to talk with me. So while talking, um, God helped me sort things out. He just put, I mean, brought so much clarity. So I was really thankful for that. And the night sessions, mm, I was personally so blessed during the altar call when Pastor Caleb called out the people who have unforgiveness. And so, I because I had this um, anger manifesting in me towards my father um, and my brother, I was like, did I not forgive them? And so, like, I just like um, quickly prayed, and God showed me that I actually did forgive them. It's just. A natural emotion that I have to go through, and so I just stayed back, and a lot of people went out, right? And I, I just, I was interceding for them and seeing them receive prayer and like responding. I was like, so blessed, at, at like, oh my gosh, my legs, so shaking. So I don't know, like this supernatural comfort that God was releasing, it was just so beautiful that I was like crying out for them but I was at the same time just so joyful and so um and after that when we were praying for the staff um right so I was trying to like pray in the spirit and like pray for the staff like as clear as possible I can. So, like, when I, for example, like, I'm praying for somebody and, like, ask the Holy Spirit, like, what should I pray for and stuff. And during that, what God made me realize was I used to be quite confident in what I hear and what I see when I pray for other people. I felt like I was, like, had the clarity. And God made me realize that I don't. <laughs> So it's like, <laughs> I, I, I actually believed in myself that I, I, I hear, like, correctly and directly all the time. But God made me uh, realize that I actually need a lot of, like, teaching and, like, covering and, and maturity to, you know, stuff like that. So it was good. And my small group, there was one um, member that really encouraged me was... Yeah, there was this guy, and he found God through logic. <laughs> so he's a very logical person. So he wanted to prove that God doesn't exist by, like, reading books and stuff, but that made him actually logically find out that God exists. And at the last day, he shared that during the prayers, God actually made him realize that it's actually faith that comes first than logic. And he, he shared that, like, the conclusion that he came to that wasn't through logic, but it was actually through faith. And so I was like, oh my gosh, that's so big. So it's so, it was so good. And um, for me personally, I didn't have like a 
big, big expectation for the retreat. Not, not, I had a big expectation, but not a particular expectation. But for me, every single moment was so good that I, ah, oh, I literally want to live in the retreat center. Like, <laughs> it's like, no, seriously, like, I want to, like, have, like, worship session after worship session every single day. Like, oh, my gosh, why, why can't we? Like, why do we have to, like, live? It's our daily lives. No, it's, yeah. And so, um, so it was really good. And whenever I worship now, I just feel this deep longing for Jesus to come back. So I, like, start screaming. And so that happened on Sunday service, and my brother was visiting. And so my brother describes, like, she, he was worshiping, and somebody was, like, dying. <laughs> and so he, like, looked over, and it was his brother. <laughs> so anyway, so the retreat was so, so good. And thank God and all the glory to God. Thank you. Yeah, I also want to share something. Ah, I'm so nervous right now since this is my very first English testimony. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I wrote it, wrote them all actually. <laughs> yeah, actually I just want to thanks God since actually I almost missed this amazing retreat. It's like before, it's like I kind of uh, trying to run away from this retreat. It's like yeah, with with any other excuses actually, but. Yeah, I decided not to go for the retreat since like last week. But two days ago before the retreat on Thursday, I remember, in the morning, JP messaged message me actually like asking, uh, are you going for the retreat? And I said, no, I think I need to take care of them of my Indonesian friends uh, who will come to Seoul for traveling. So yeah, I replied, I will not go to, G- to JP. But in the afternoon, Rona messaged me one more time. And it's, <laughs> and it's like, God, yeah, it's like, I was realized that, oh my God, maybe God really want me to go to for the retreat. So I was struggling a lot at that time, and I just told told my friend that I want to go for the retreat, and I yeah, and he uh, she said that ah yeah it's okay just go. So I decided to go. So yeah, it's really like amazing for me. And then oh my God, uh, yeah, yeah. During the retreat, actually, I had really good time meeting like many inspiring leaders and also inspiring friends. Uh, as I also listened to like, such a very powerful words from Pastor Caleb, I was blessed, healed, refreshed, and also strongly reminded once more time about the calling from God. Actually, yeah. Before I came to Korea, actually, like God spoke me spoke to me that. I'm sending you to Korea, not only for studying, but I want you to experience me more in Korea. And I want you to, like, pray for this nation, pray, bless for this nation, something like that. Since, actually, in Indonesia, our church in Indonesia uh, are influenced a lot by Korean churches. And, yeah, we also thanks for, like, Korean missionaries who came to Korea many times to spread the gospel. So, like, many, many, like, our relatives, our, yeah, 
people, Indonesian people can also receive God and be safe like us something like that. So yeah, I was really thankful to Korea actually. Uh, but yeah, coming to Korea is a new challenge for me since I need to just I need to like uh, go out from my comfortable zone. Before in Korea, I can have a service in my language. It's there's no language barrier at all. But this in Korea, it's everything is new. It's like I I have to like start from the beginning again. It's kind of difficult and actually like many other dis- uh, things which distract me to to the calling of God. Since like yeah, soju makoli is good, and other friends like ask me a lot for yeah for enjoying the time, the life in Korea. So yeah, it's like I I kind of was distracted a lot, but even so, God came. Ah, yeah, but even so, yeah, Lord came and yeah, He was amazing. He is amazing. It's like He always like uh, whenever I try to like run away from His way, He pulled me again. He pulled me back to his way, something like that. So in in Guangzhou before before I came to to Seoul, I lived in Guangzhou for one year. It's like uh, God provided me like English ministry, and also I joined like Dongari, uh, what is it, club in in campus, and I also attended like retreat with other Korean students, like eight thousand Korean students, and pray for this nation with CCC actually. So and right now he also led me to this community, ML. So. I was so thankful to God that yeah, He always like like lead me and guide me in Korea. So the con the conclusion yeah after the retreat actually I was burned more uh, and it's like I want to seek God more and be hunger of God more and also pray more have more quality time with God and yeah grow more in Him as like like the um. What me, Michelle said before during uh, last week, uh, last week, yeah, uh, during the email service, it's like right now God put me in in the race in a race in Korea. So, but many times it's like I just walk down, uh, even I stop because of many distraction. But I was reminded again one one more time to run for this race and finish the race. Something like that. Thank you so much. I think that's all we have time for tonight. Um, if you didn't get to share and you want to, please do so in your familia or in uh, a smaller setting. But uh, yeah, that was such a blessing to hear. Amen. Uh, let's just take a moment and really pray for everyone who went to the retreat uh, that God will continue to um, bless and take uh, the revelation that they received deeper. Um, and that there will just be grace to follow through on the different things that God has called each of us to as we return to our normal schedules and lives. And if you were not at the retreat and you heard something released and, and shared here that you personally uh, would like breakthrough in, like you've been feeling dry or distant from God, I want you to really just hear that and also receive it for your own life as well. That's what we get to do in the family and community of God is really testify to God's goodness, and and that person's God is your God. So if you ask him, he can move in the same way in your life. So if you miss the retreat, no biggie. Receive it for yourself. Um, Let's just pray really quickly, and I'll close us.